I come to you from the pulpits of Destiny Ministries International, Kenya, to come and give you a message of hope and a message of encouragement to each one of you across the nations to tell you that Jesus died so that we may not die and Jesus suffered so that he may not suffer. And I want to talk to you today on a very interesting topic that is Isaiah 43. My topic today is Isaiah 43. And I want to begin with a word of prayer so that we can dive into the word of the Lord, which is forever settled in heaven. The Bible says of itself that heaven and earth shall pass away, but this word shall remain forever. Let's bow for a word of prayer. Jehovah God, I want to thank you that Jesus had to suffer and yet to die so that we can have the life that we have today. And I pray today as I speak to the world and to the nations and to the family of destiny during this great time and this wonderful times, I pray that instead of fear, somebody's faith will rise and that fear will not sit on our heads because there's a God in heaven. And therefore, Lord, as I speak, I pray that you will blow me like a trumpet and let me be a voice to my generation today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Let's open our Bibles to the book of Isaiah, chapter number 43, verses one to four. As I said, my topic today is Isaiah 43. I want to share with you four verses in this chapter that I believe speak to every person today. Bible says, God opened his mouth through his prophet Isaiah and said in verse 1, But now thus says the Lord who created you, the God that is we're talking about, he says, I created you, O Jacob, and you formed you, O Israel. Fear not, for I have redeemed you, and I have called you by your name, you are mine. Let's just stick there. He says, but now thus says the Lord who created us. God begins by telling the children of Israel that I created you. You are my idea. Why does God want to bring the, the issue of creation or the element of creation as he speaks to the nation of Israel? Because the person who created you, number one, should be greater than you, should be smarter than you, should be bigger than you, and is somebody you can count on and somebody you can trust. He begins by telling Jacob, I created you. I created you. So in other words, you're not talking to, a, to your peer. You're not talking to an authority that you are of the same equal or on the footing, on the same standing or footing. He says, you are talking to your creator. You are talking to the designer. You're talking to the person who designed you, the person who created you. This God, I want to remind you today, I want you to understand, he tells Jacob, I created you. In other words... You can't tell me who you are or what threatens you or what is threatening you or what is killing you or what is about to destroy you because I created you, I wired you. That's exactly what he's telling the children of Israel. And I want to look to each one of you on your eye and tell you this God created you. This God we're talking about created you. The God of Israel is your God and the God of Israel is my God. And he's began by telling them, when it comes to me and you, I want you to know I am the original designer of your frame. I 
I created you. And he goes deeper and says, and to Israel, he says them, I formed you. I put you together. I put you together. I know when, when doctors cannot figure out what is happening to you, when scientists cannot figure out what, is, what threatens you, I want you to understand that I formed you. I put you together. I want to bring this, I want to spend a minute or two or a little bit more on those two things. I created you and I formed you. Somebody who created you is somebody you can listen to, is somebody you can trust. Is somebody who knows you. And he says, I know your frame. I know you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet because I created you and I formed you. I designed you. I am the possessor. I have, I have, the, I have the, the blueprints. I am the one who took, you know, put you together. I picked up your head, your eyes, and put them where they are, and your ears and everything that is seen and everything that is never seen. I don't need an x-ray. I don't need an MRI. God says, I do not need an MRI machine. I don't have to do to call to base. I don't have to go to get a CT scan to know your composition. I don't have to plug you into a machine or a compressor. I don't need a. I don't need a. I don't need to put you in a machine so that the machine can read what is happening to you. And then it tells me. And out of the information that I get from the machine, I I, kind, I, I start thinking or wondering or knowing what to do to you. No. He said, I created you. I, I, you are my idea. My mind thought you through before I created you. The Lord is saying to you today, he's telling the children of Israel and tell, consequently telling you and me, he's saying that I created you. I formed you. Those are two things that I must be listened to. Those are two things that people must understand. Children of God, the world over. And you men and women that have never received Jesus Christ, I want you to know, he created you. We cannot have a creature without a creator. We cannot have a creature in existence without somebody who put it together. And God said, I am that creator. I am the one who put you together. I formed you. I gave you your frame. I framed you internally and externally. I know you, and I don't need a doctor to tell me how you look. I don't need a CT scan to discern you. I don't need an MRI machine. I don't need a ventilator to give you breath because I am the breath in your nostrils. So this is the God we need to bow ourselves to today. And as we go through the pain and the suffering and the loss of loved ones, I want you to know that you are a product of a creator and that creator is Jehovah God. And he says, fear not. The next word blows my mind. It says, fear not because I'm your creator and I am the one who formed you. He says, then I want you to stop fearing. I want you to tell, to look, to look at the eyes of fear. You look at fear on its face and tell fear, I do not fear you because God says, I created you, the one who created me and the one who put me up together and formed me and you together. He says, fear not. And when God says, I should not fear, 
I am not going to listen to the media to tell me to fear. I'm not going, and I'm not saying we disobey the governments. No, we will obey what the governments of the day are telling us and what scientists are saying. We will listen to the counsel that is given to us through the media and everything else by the governments that are responsible over us. But when God tells me to fear not, then I choose not to fear. And I want to request each one of you today to join me if you know God created you and tell yourself fear not i like david during break time in heaven during break time in heaven because i believe there'll be up some breaks for us to just meet each other and kind of fellowship i want to ask david you know how he could preach to himself david used to if his heart would run around sometimes like mine you know he would say bless the lord all my soul and all that is within me and i want each one of you today i'm inviting each one of you today the world over to look at yourself and say, I am a create, I'm a creature created by God. He put me up together. And you tell yourself not to fear. Look at yourself and tell yourself, fear not. Put your name into it and say, fear not. I am Titus. I need to look at Titus and tell Titus to fear not in the midst of this threat. Fear not. Because God said, Fear not, I have redeemed you. God has a redemption plan. God has a redemption. He says, I have redeemed you. In other words, I have created a path for you to survive this. I have a way of getting you out of this. You may be in it, but it will not come to you. You are not going to be part of it. Bishop, are you saying Christians have not died Born again people have not died in the world over. Yes. Then are they seen us? No. But the Lord is telling you and me not to fear. He says, fear not. For I have redeemed you. Redemption. There is redemption from God. The same God who created you and created me says, I have an escape route for you. I have preserved you. I have I've designed a plan to get you out of this and through this and scuffed. He says, fear not for I have redeemed you and I've called you by your name. And I know that I want to remind you that the Lord knows you and the Lord knows me. And he says, you are mine. I want you to hear me and hear me well. When God says, fear not, my brother, when the Lord says, fear not for I created you and I formed you, I want you to stand firm. When God says, fear not, for I have redeemed you, my brother, my sister, grab that and run with it and let it bring you comfort. Let's go to verse 2 because I don't want to take long, I don't want to take long today. Let's go to verse 2. When you pass, then God goes deeper and takes the, the statement deeper. Oh my goodness, this blesses my heart. He says, when you pass through the waters, hey, hey, I want you to look at the word, W-H-E-N, when. When denotes a bracket of time. It's a season of time. It's a season of time. When. God doesn't say if. I want to look at verse 2. It doesn't begin by if you pass through the waters because that can be, can come to pass or not. God doesn't say if you pass through the waters, he says, when, which means there is somebody who, has go, who is going through the waters or somebody in this world 
who is about to go through the waters or somebody who is already going through the waters, he says, when you go, when you pass through the waters, God's, Jehovah God says, I will be with you. What a comfort. No wonder my topic today is Isaiah 43. What a comfort to know that if I find myself going through something like the one we are going through today, I don't understand everything that is going on and I know that I will never probably understand and I'm not alone. You are with me too. But God says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, I like that. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flames squatch you. Let's take some few minutes and kind of, you know, sink our plow deep into this. God says, as we go through life, as we continue with our businesses and jobs and take our children to school, build financial empires, rule nations and do whatever we do, build ministries and churches. He says there's a when moment. There's a when. There's a when moment and nobody prepares themselves for their when because you don't know when. He says, but should you pass through the waters in this life? Should you in your pursuit of your dreams and persuasions and convictions, if you, should you find yourself going through the waters, you find yourself, that's the word I want to repeat several times, you find yourself, we find ourselves passing through waters. If you look at the word waters, the Bible doesn't say when you pass through the water, because that could be an event. Waters as the element of flood and something that you cannot control. Streams, rivers coming into you. A lot of water coming into you that you cannot push back.